Howdy, this is Robin Williams for KDBS Davis, 90.3 FM. <laughs> You're an Aggie. Come on now. Don't be afraid to admit that you've had friends of the four-legged persuasion. <laughs> Time for another edition of Thank You for Being a Friend. A weekly public affairs show here on KDBS Davis 90.3 FM. Um, before we begin, the following disclaimer, the following views presented in this hour do not reflect the views of KDBS, KDBS sponsors, or the University of California. I'm still setting up here. Um, but yeah, I was listening to um, doing some last minute prep. Um, but yeah, I was listening to an older show, a show that I did a few months ago. And I've been listening to a lot of the shows, finally. Um, that's what I mean about prep. Because, um, for the last couple weeks I've been playing some older best of type episodes. Um, because I've started archiving the show online and I wanted to, you know, kick it off with some, uh, some, uh, very rare rare bad Adam rare best of takes but anyway yeah I've been listening to a lot of them and what can I say they're all very special to me in their own way but also a lot of them are really bad. <laughs> but what I did find in common with most of them is that the most exciting part of the show for me 
is uh, the show intro. So, you know, I had an epiphany. A brain flash. Lightning bolt. I was like, from now on, I'm not going to make them wait anymore for the intro. As soon as I'm in this chair, I'm queuing up. Thank you for being a friend. Theme music. And uh, we're going to do the intro. And from that, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I did a whole show of just show intros? I mean, it would be hilarious to me. But I just think that that's just too much com- too much confusion for one episode. You know, not everyone is sitting down and listening to the entire program to be able to get that kind of joke. They'll be like, what the? It'd be like that movie with Bill Murray. The one about February 2nd. What's it called? Where it's like the same day. I'm just playing. Groundhog Day. I know it. Anyway, so there it is. I did the show intro. Um, and I did pull out a couple best ofs that I'm going to play today. But I was thinking, you know, I should make it a half and half type episode. Half new, half classic. So the the last two shows I think I did were like way classic episodes from like early on. I did the sandwich episode, which was playing all the time on the pre-recorded when KWS was uh, playing the same shows on loop every day, and I had to play that just for the lulls. And then, uh, what else did we play? We did the serial episode. We played Joe Rogan. And we didn't play Joe Rogan. It was the episode when I decided to say his name and the phones blew up off, off the hook. What else? We played a bunch of stuff. But they were all really, really classic. And so I wanted to find some like more recent episodes. Not like super recent pretty recent and I was pretty amused by the episode I did on the day after Thanksgiving so I'm gonna play that one also there's another I did another episode where I talk about like what's funny (laughs) what what is funny on like a uh, theoretical level and I was like we gotta bring this back but the recording is I didn't get started until like towards the end of the episode. 
so hopefully that's not a problem. I'll just fill you in. That'll be on the second half of the show. But anyway, that's uh, that's the real intro right there. Now you know what's coming. Now you can turn it off if you want. But um, I'm going to get those queued up. In the meantime, I got to bring back this classic track that I played on the music show at 6 a.m. yesterday morning. It's by the artist. Oh, and we'll also play a message. Do we have any sponsors? What? No sponsors? We'll play some messages. But uh, yeah, I played uh, this song, not the one that's playing in the background right now. Let me get it queued up. It's by the artist Shrek is Love. <laughs> um, which was a very popular, oh, still is a popular meme, right? Um, yeah, by the artist Shrek is Love off the album. Shrek is Love Volume 1, This Is My Swamp. Probably the greatest concept album ever conceived. Um, yeah, have you seen that movie? It's okay if you haven't, because I only saw it. I saw it many years after it came out. Like, I don't even know. Like, less than five years ago, probably. And I really liked it. Um, for reasons. But anyway, let's let's get this track loaded up. This is a track called Lord Farquaad. It's just song one, side one. It's amazing. There's a volume two that I need to check out. But enjoy that while I set up. Okay, bye. I might be short, but what? I make up for enforcing my day and night. I try to rid this land of fairy tale creatures. But to be king, I need one thing marriage to a princess. So, oh, yes, see her locked up in that tower. I'll find someone to save her. They call my rule a travesty, but I prefer your majesty. Lord Farquaad reigns supreme, Fiona in my dreams. Lord Farquaad reigns supreme, Fiona in Can't even kill this ogre. Maybe I will just ask him and Donkey if they can save my wife. Hey Shrek, if you help me, I will get those creatures out of your swamp. But just promise me that you won't play my 
wife as your own They call my rule a travesty But I prefer your majesty Lord, Father, quiet, reign supreme Fiona in my dreams Lord, Father, quiet, reign supreme Fiona in my dreams like natural science museums? Do you like free events for all ages? Come to the 12th Annual Biodiversity Museum Day at UC Davis on Saturday, February 18th, all day long. 
Here's just a few of the sounds you might hear at the 11 different museums you can visit across campus. You might get to meet some hissing roaches at the Bohart Entomology Museum, make your own obsidian arrowhead at the Anthropology Museum, or even meet some plants at the Center for Plant Diversity or at the Botanical Conservatory. They're not as chatty as the roaches, but they are a sight to behold. For more info, go to biodiversitymuseumday.ucdavis.edu. Do you like natural science museums? Do you like free events for all ages? Hey, Bianca. Hey, Emmy. How's it going? Pretty good. I was just thinking about how I don't have any plans for this coming May 12th through 14th, and I'm feeling pretty bummed about it. Silly you. That's the weekend of the whole Earth Festival. Of course we have plans, because we're going. Oh my god, that just cured my clinical depression. I've never felt through it like this before. Come, Come to, to the, the whole Earth, Earth Festival, Festival happening May 12th through 14th for music, food, art, and community. Check out wef.ucdavis.edu for more information. Hi, welcome back. You're listening to uh, Thank You For Being A Friend, weekly public affairs show hosted by me, Bad Adam. Um, we started off the show by letting, letting the listeners know that, uh, hey everyone, how you doing? Good to be back with you again. But also, um, yeah, we're continuing with the, this will be the last week We'll do best of. There were some... I already announced the ones that I'm going to be playing, but there were some other ones that... I was like, people don't want to hear this again. Yep, like the episode where I talk about crypto bros taking L's and laughing at them. That was bad. I shouldn't have done that. You know? That was very bad of me. And there's like a lot of episodes where I talk about tech stuff. Like we were talking chat, open, open, was it chat GPT? Open chat? I forgot. I keep saying it wrong. Chat GPT by OpenAI. Like, I was really excited about it, but I used it and for a while and then not as excited. And I feel like... At the time, 
I'm just riffing now, but at the time I was like, not not a lot of people know about this, and they're not really thinking about. It's like this this time it's different. This is not like the other AIs that are kind of clueless. Like this one. Um, this one can definitely do my homework for me, or for other kids. But yeah, like, I feel like media is now trying to cover it, but maybe it's just me, but I don't think the interest is there. If anything, it's exposing how shallow the media is, because really, like, the articles they write to cover these kinds of things could be written by ChatGPT. They're just... Yeah, you have an, an opinion and you can explain it in 500 words in a way that a computer could write it because it's so tried and true, so hollow and empty. I guess since we're making this a half episode, let me continue on this thought, then, because I've also um, I watched a little bit of the Nothing Forever. <laughs> Have you heard about this? It's a it's a show about nothing. <laughs> um, it's let's read the Wikipedia article about it. Nothing Forever is a procedurally generated sitcom. Uh, and you can click on procedurally generated, which I will. We'll look at that later. Broadcast as a live stream by American Digital Art Collective Mismatch Media. Led by Del... Del <clears throat> excuse me. Developers. There's a cough button. I should have really pushed it. Too late now. Um, people develop it, but here's the part. It's mainly a parody of... Seinfeld and it's permutations of 3D computer animated sequences in a kitschy retro low resolution style this is somebody this is somebody who's invested in this <laughs> wrote this intro because it's like it's like how I used to write my bios you know, I know we've talked about this before on the show, how I don't like doing that. Anyway, it's like a show that runs 24-7, and it's like a parody of Seinfeld, and it's produced by AI. And it's AI jokes. So it took input. This must be procedurally generated. Input from... Uh, other sitcom type shows with the laugh track and everything anyway it was in the news recently recently because uh the ai came up with a uh a transphobic joke 
And I watched that clip of it. That's what got me. That was the first clip I had ever seen of it. And, um... Yeah, it was a bad joke. Um, it was transphobic. It kind of reminded me of, like, a Donald Trump-styled insult. In that he... It's like... Oh, uh... I would never... Say this about this person. I would never call... So-and-so the biggest idiot ever. Because I would never do that. That's just not who I am. You know, that's how... He would call people the biggest idiot ever. That's kind of what the joke was. Like, I really don't want to play it, but basically they were like, this joke would not be funny. And it wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, but yeah, I watched it and um, it's pretty bad. But then again, so are all the shows that it's basing itself off. Like, the laugh track... It may... Like, I have a... I have an antenna. I've watched some of these channels uh, on, uh... Or shows that are on, like... The major networks. And then, plus, uh... My58. Shout out, My58! Um, and a lot of the jokes... They're not... Jokes at all. And until you hear the laugh track, to, to let you know, like, that that was a joke. Anyway, the AI is terrible. That was a, a completely unplanned take. Actually, no, I've been thinking about that. But I also was like, enough with the AI talk on my show. I'll just watch YouTube videos about it on my own time and not bother anyone. But yeah, I may or may not give that another watch. Just because it's like... Even though you know what's coming, you don't know what's coming. Nobody knows. And that's exciting. It's the same reason why this show is exciting. Alright. Um, yeah, I still haven't queued up that other stuff. That's why I was buying time. But we still have more messages to play, so we'll take one more short break. And, uh, we'll come back and I'll introduce the first little clip. Let me see. Is there a short song I can play? Here's a really short one. All right, message, and then we'll play this short track by One Tablespoon. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. It's another edition of Thank You for Being a Friend with me, Bad Adam. Live. Right now, I'm live to 17, 2023. And, uh... Yeah, thanks for... Thanks for watching. Watching. We should do a live stream. Nah, you don't want to see me. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. For now.
The ASUCD Pantry, YOLO Food Bank, and Aki Compass are proud to present the Eat Well YOLO Food Distribution. Every Tuesday from 2 to 4 p.m., you'll be able to grab free groceries such as dairy, produce, canned foods, and more. Everyone is welcome, including non-students as well. Come by to the south end of the MU, next to the quad, with an approved daily symptom survey and your own grocery bags. The assortment of groceries can vary week to week, so be sure to stop by to see what's available. We can't wait to see you on Tuesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. in front of the fountain by the MU. Hi, welcome back. It's me, Bad Adam. You're listening to uh, Thank You for Being a Friend, weekly public affairs show. All right, I got it queued up. So this next clip, we'll see how long we let it play. This next clip is from the 11 
November 25th, 2022 show. And um, we'll talk a little bit about Black Friday. What I really enjoyed about this clip and the reason why I picked it um, is that it's very chill. One of the things I don't like about listening to the older episodes is that when I take on heavier topics, I get nervous and I hold back. And you can tell that I'm uncomfortable. I don't speak to the same authority, but on a chill episode, it's way better. It's just way better to listen to, in my opinion. So I'm going to play that. I've noticed other people um, doing a lot of reading, like reading other people's works. That seems like a, a neat little shortcut because maybe I can't speak with authority, but this person who wrote this article certainly can. And what if I gave their words a voice so that you can hear? I see, I see potential in that. I, I see why that's such a trendy thing to do right now. But yeah, this clip does not do that. Um, warning, though. It's going to start off with the theme music again. Because <laughs> I like it. All right, let's play that. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. It's just a fun song to sing, you know? Had a friend nicknamed Hen. The Hen. And, and to Hen I say, thank you for being a hen. Cue laugh track. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hello everyone, welcome to the show. Today is, uh, today is the 25th of November, 2022. It's a live programming alert. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Hope everyone had a good holiday. I'm thinking back, just a little aside before we really... I know I tease like I'm going to start the show, even though we're like 20 minutes into it. We're going to start it soon. Um, but I'm thinking back of prior times I've been on KWS on, uh, or on or around the Thanksgiving holiday. And uh, yeah, I remember 
I don't know how many years ago it's been now, but remember, remember Black Friday? People had to line up early in the morning to go shopping. Those, those were from the listeners. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody out there doing that today. Well, maybe, maybe so. Maybe. Probably, probably not though. I did a quick survey at Thanksgiving dinner and nobody was doing that. In fact, it was absurd that I even brought it up. But I was really just teasing them that they ever did that in the first place. I guess maybe it was fun. It seemed more like sport than for savings. But uh, then again, you know, $100 off is still $100 off. Whatever that means. Whatever $100 means anymore. Anyway, that's just a quick aside. Like I said, it's uh, it's about Adam and it's the talk show. But you know, I have some things that I can like continue talking about. But as for new topics, I just I didn't do a lot of research this week. I did read a funny tweet because a lot. I usually, when I'm doing research casually, I'm like saying, what, what, "What's going on on Twitter?" And uh, I guess we can talk about that. R.I.P. Twitter. Not really prepared to talk about that at all, though, except for that it's kind of funny. Um, but one of the things that has been really annoying me about Twitter and just I want to say social media in general, but this may extend to the larger uh, media. Is this this focus on what what Elon Musk has to say? Like it matters at all? Like it matters at all? And uh, so one of the things that's been bothering me about Twitter lately is that I'm I'm being force fed his tweets. I had to like unfollow anyone who follows him because that would be a reason to show me his tweets uh, on the feed. Um, and then it would be uh, certain topics that it would think I was interested in. And I just kept being like, no, no, I'm not. It was like, are you interested in business leaders as a, as a topic that I want to subscribe to? <laughs> what? No, this has never been a topic. That, uh... oh, you know, my interests, um, you know, I like uh, w working out. Uh, you know, traveling and uh, business leaders. But anyway, yeah, I, I read a tweet um, from somebody who was like, "This is, this is." Uh, I wish I had it in front of me, but. Elon's uh, force-fed tweets are like uh, it's got like a uh, big uh, the uh, 
big YouTube out al- big YouTube album. Uh, let me spit this out. Big YouTube YouTube album force fed on our phones that nobody wanted. Do you remember that? That's that's a big deep throwback. But for those who didn't know, yeah. Um, there was an iPod that came out that had a YouTube 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 album preloaded on it. Um, and you couldn't take it off. So yeah, it's like that. And everyone hated that. And look how that worked out for you too, huh? Have we heard from them since? Yeah, that's about all I got for today. Let's put some more music, huh? Yesterday, I did the music show, like, extended version of it, like, 6 to 9.30 a.m. And um, by the end of the show, it was feeling a lot like a fundraiser show because I was just playing, like, best of, best of. This quarter, but also like in the last year, kind of. And we're actually getting to that time of the year where people start doing their best of lists. I'm actually concerned about mine. I Enough so that I'm like, I need to start listening to uh, my favorite music on Spotify. Like right now, because I know they're compiling it right now. And if I don't start, then I'm going to get this embarrassing list. It says that I only like Frank Sinatra. Not true. We just happen to play him a lot. <laughs> like, to start the show off every week. So it's like, very consistent. It's like, you've listened to 52 weeks of Sinatra. Don't tell me you don't like him. <laughs> it's going to say my favorite song is New York, New York. Which is the song we used to start the other show. But anyway, let's play some more song, song, and then we'll come back and the topic that I keep wanting to come back to, but I'm like, I'm getting slightly embarrassed because people in my life are like, I don't, I don't care about your show. I'm tired of your show. What? You're tired of it? And it's because, um, I'm always talking about, like, what is tradition in, uh, native communities? As if I can answer that. And I'm like, is that why? To myself. But anyway, I think I might, if I do talk about anything, it'll be uh, on that topic. Um, when we come back, but I want to play this track here. Um, it's a cover song. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Welcome back. Um, that was a clip from 
the day after Thanksgiving last year. I laughed pretty hard at some of those things that I said. That's why I played it. I, I especially laughed at the part where I was like, I didn't do a lot of research this week. That one was hilarious. There was no laugh track ready for that. Although, is it still in here? I know they took a lot of stuff off the uh, cart machine. Sound effects. Laughing crowd. Wait. I didn't do a lot of research this week. Not that funny. Um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I'm thinking... I found one other clip while I was playing and I was laughing. And it, it's, a, it's a way deep throwback. Um, so we did... We did best sandwiches. We did... Cereal tier list... But I'm pretty sure the precursor to both of those was the bagel tier list, which I've already cut up and made available to myself to play, which I forgot about. So, if we have time. I don't think... uh, Yeah, usually we'd be wrapping up right now, but... I don't think there's America China talk this week, so we're gonna go to 9:30. Plenty of time for bagel tier lists. But anyway, um, <laughs> you like this show, right? People love it. I listen to a lot of things that are kind of like this. I think that's why I do a show like this, because you know. Not some days are really hard. Some days I'm feeling really down and not good. But when I listen to shows that are like this but better, with like familiar voices that I think are funny, like it really does make me feel better. That's why I keep doing the show and I put on the smile. We don't talk about depression on this show. But yeah, speaking of stuff that's funny, why don't we go meta and talk about that? This is a clip from... Oh, I messed it up. Um, yeah, this is a clip from not that long ago, from December 16th. And I must have been in a pretty good mood, probably because I was off work that day. Um, yeah. And so we talk about what's funny. We talk about the guy eating his own boot. Basically, that's stuff that I think is really funny. Um, and I also play like a little clip of a video of 
guy who talks about what's funny in a completely different context, but I took it and ran with it. So, hope you enjoy that. It's Matt Adam. Thank you for being a friend. Weekly public affairs show. Let's listen to this clip. Bye for now. He thinks it's pretty funny to do this. So let's play that. You're listening to KDBS Davis 90.3 FM with me, Bad Adam. Uh, this is Thank You for Being a Friend, weekly public affairs show. Okay, let's play this. And of course, lots of pretentious people, people even more pretentious than me, have studied this problem and thereby desiccated it into a kind of dry the problem is what is for funny. hundreds of years. But bear with me for a second. So some old timey guy says that if you show me a picture, a movie of a man eating a boot and this person is sweating and has a look of disgust on their face, that's not funny. Um, But on the other hand, if you show me a movie of someone with a distinguished look on their face and a neutral facial expression eating a boot, that is funny. Now, I don't think either of these things are funny. Maybe it's meta funny that once upon a time eating boots was considered the apex of slapstick humor. Uh, But there is something to this, and it's the idea that if I violate your expectations, uh, humor can be found there. Let's do a couple more of these, and I want to get to a technical joke. So Mario eating a boot, that's not funny. Here the joke is, oh, I saw Super Mario. It's like retro. I don't think that is in and of itself uh, funny. On the other hand, Samus eating Tide Pods, at least in the year 1986, is potentially funny because Tide Pods didn't exist uh, in 1986. And so that's anachronism. One more self-reference. Now, now we're really talking about technical jokes. Uh, I think self-reference or recursion is a really good way to find humor, but actually not all self-reference is humorous. For example, if I tell you, my name is Tom seven, that's not inherently funny. On the other hand, I do think inherently funny is this notion of strange loops. And this is due to Douglas Hofstadter. Here's an, here's a great example of a strange loop. It's a quine. Um, I didn't invent this. This predates even my birth. Uh, the, the top there is source code that I have split onto multiple lines. But if it were all one line, then if I pass that into a compiler, it produces a program. And if I run that program, it spits out the same exact source code uh, that was its own source code. And that's amazing. This is one of the best technical jokes that I know. However, I contend that the fact that this is a loop is not as important as the as that last step. That last step is where the magic is really happening because... Here, we normally think of source code as a precursor to a program because, after all, the source code is what forms the program. But here you have a program printing out source code. And so that last step violates uh, my expectation of sort of the order in which source code and programs come. So enter improper hierarchy. And this is the kind of joke that I'm going to tell you today. Basically, if you have some kind of expectation. Okay. um, He goes on to explain this idea of improper hierarchy, which I don't really... Uh, like as much as that original theory, which is about the man eating the boot. Let's put some background music back on. To me, 
And I, I wish he would uh had cited that source for that. But he says just uh some old man who writes about humor uh explain that technicality. And to reiterate, I'll say it one more time. Um in trying to answer the question, what is funny? This person that uh, he doesn't cite, old man, as he says, says, what, what is not funny is uh, someone looking disheveled, um, you know, stressed out. He has a picture of, like, a man sweating. Um, with these, like, huge sweat drops coming from his face and looking unhappy. Um, eating a boot. That's not funny. But what is funny, he says, is... Uh, someone in like a business suit with a calm you know demeanor um with a boot in front of them and a knife and fork on a fancy plate that's funny and now that I think about this I remember looking into this before um and there is um, a movie with Charlie Chaplin called Gold Rush. There are two versions of it. Um, but it's about these two people. They get stuck in a cabin in a blizzard and there's nothing to eat. I've actually never seen the whole movie. <laughs> it's a silent film. It is kind of funny, at least what I, I was... My interest was the boot scene, which I read about. And I was like, I need to see this for myself. But there's a scene in it where... Uh, Charlie Chaplin cooks a boot and... Uh, you know, he's getting, like, the, uh, the knife ready, you know, sharpening it. Um, putting on his bib. And it's basically exactly what he... This uh, person... I guess he goes by Tom Seven. His YouTube page is called Sucker Pinch. Um, what he was describing in his video about subverting your expectations and that being funny. So uh, I guess that can explain on a very technical level, which is totally unnecessary and I feel like someone's going to shout nerd at me from oh, behind my back, over my shoulder somewhere, and point at me. But now to explain why I think Audubon is so funny. Because, and we, uh, we looked it up on Wikipedia. It was an international hit. Um, but it was like a 22-minute drone-type song. With the lyrics kind of being about, they were in German, but yeah, it sounded like they were saying they're having fun, fun, fun on the Autobahn. And the Wikipedia article explained that that's what it was about. Joy of driving on uh, Germany's Autobahn freeway in 1970, came out in 1974. That album. When did, when did the Audubon come out? We could look that up, but we won't.
KDVS in Davis. Can't get over that. A man eating his own boot? You can't eat boots. I don't know. It, I see this. It's a, it's a reoccurring joke. You know, people be fishing and they'll always fish out the boot. Just to cook up the boot. <laughs> it's, just, it's It really is the high. The high mark of comedy for me. Um, okay, I'm really glad we talked about that. Because, you know, I listen back to my shows, not, thankfully not all of them, and usually not all the way through. Although I really should. Um, because I'm, probably helped me improve a little bit more. But when I listen back to them, really my favorite episodes are the ones where are the more lighthearted ones where we don't take on like serious issues. Um, cause I don't know. I get uncomfortable. And we talk a lot about this a lot in ethnic studies. Oh. Uh, about this I idea of uh, imposter syndrome. It's like. I really don't feel like I'm good enough or worthy of talking about these things. Like, oh, other people are better. So, yeah, like, I don't belong here. That's imposter syndrome. You see that at the university level on a wide scale. Um, from people from... Uh, say marginalized communities that can mean all dif different kinds of people um, but yeah going back to what I was saying about best episodes being about jokes it's like I need to do that more but how can we do that without first explaining what is funny <laughs> uh, that's funny to me all right, um, I feel like we need to uh, cut this up. We'll take another quick break. I do need to play one more message before the end of the show. And also, um, there's a substitute coming in uh, at uh, 9.30 for the next program. And uh, they called in and said they were running a little bit late. For Dollhouse with DJ Jelly, substitute coming in. And uh, they were under the impression the show's, their show started at 9, so... Hi, welcome back. You were listening to a clip there from the December 16th show. I really wanted to jump in and help myself out there. Especially when I was like... Oh, I'm not good enough. Uh, when it comes to talking about jokes about a man eating his own boot, I don't think there's 
there's a, a better expert than me. In that guy's video, I, I wanted to jump in so many times and just be like, what are you talking about? A man eating his own boot isn't funny? Because to me, uh, the person looking disheveled eating their own boot, that's funny. The man in the business suit eating his own boot, that's funny. Um, when he said Mario eating his own boot, not being funny, I was like, what? Mario, he would never eat his own boot. Now, if he did, though, that'd be funny. What did he say was funny? Tide pods? First, he went Metroid talking about Samus. He's already going niche. And then Tide Pods? That was never funny. It just made me feel bad. But a man eating his own boot, now that's hilarious. Because Tide Pods, you can see how children or some people might think that that's candy. A boot. I don't know what kind of candy that is. In Tide Pods, they have like fragrance in them, you know, to make your clothes smell good. Like, like flavor. It has a flavor profile similar to uh, artificial candies. I, I haven't eaten my own boot. I must have at some point, because I do have an idea of what my boot would taste like. Have I, have I eaten my own boot before? Is this a repressed memory? That was unintentional. Now I just see me in my boot. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. Anyway. I can go on and on about uh, people eating their own boots. I really could. And it probably would be funny. To listen to but instead i'm gonna play this classic clip otherwise we won't have time for it which time we have we don't have time we might have to cut it off but yeah bagel tier list not as funny it's actually very serious of uh very serious takes on various bagels anyway you're listening to 
Um, me, bad Adam. Me, bad Adam. Thank you for being a friend. Weekly public affairs show. I should say the following views presented in this hour do not reflect the views of KWS, KWS sponsors, or the University of California. Anyway, let's play this clip. I'm not a bagel. Thanks for listening, everyone. I Bye. mean, I've eaten a, I've eaten a bagel. A bagel. But I'm tired of teasing this. So here are my thoughts. I have a list here of different types of bagels. I'm just going to start at the bottom. Because plain bagels at the top, and we'll save that for, for last. Or we'll see how much time it just takes. We might skip a couple. All right. Jalapeno cheese bagel. A lot of times you'll see this with cheddar cheese. And I guess depending where you get it, it can, uh, it sounds good. In fact, it is one of my favorites. I'm going to put it in the A tier. But sometimes it can be B tier, depending on the cheese. Because sometimes I just don't want cheddar cheese just dominating the bagel taste. I like the jalapeno, though. And it can be so greasy sometimes. But they're still still A tier. Compared to most bagels, this is this is about as good as it gets. Alright. Sesame bagels. I guess I mean like sesame seed. So this is like a plain bagel, but has like a <laughs> it has sesame seeds on top. I guess interesting texture. I would never order it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to put that C tier. All right, whole wheat bagel. Have you ever seen that episode of Regular Show where Benson uh, really wants a whole wheat donut? And then they're like, so you mean a bagel? He's like, no, I want a whole wheat donut. Sorry, that's what I think about every time I think of a whole wheat bagel. Or <laughs> do they have whole wheat donuts? Um... I've had them before. There's, there's like a healthy alternative, I guess. Uh, but they're not, they just, they're not like a bagel. They don't taste like a bagel. It tastes like bread. I guess bagel is bread, but it's just, it's not the right texture. And for that, I got to give that. They're not awful. D tier. D tier. That's pretty low, though. Well, here's an interesting one. Pumpernickel. I know they have these at like Noah's. I don't know. Maybe they have it at other places. Pumpernickel bagel. So pumpernickel is a dark, dense German bread made using sourdough starter. And is more coarse. And is harder than other bagels. You know, I actually really like these. I rarely get them. I guess it's because they are a little a little harder, and, and bagels are 
they have to have that like harder texture to them. Otherwise, it's not really a bagel. Then it becomes like a whole wheat donut. Nope. Now, bagels are boiled. Donuts are fried. Key distinction there, if you didn't know that. Pumpernickel. B tier. All right, I'm skipping a couple of these. French toast bagel, I've never had that. Sounds interesting. Poppy seed bagel. You know, I don't really eat a lot of the seeded bagels. You know, we did sesame, poppy seed. I'm gonna have a... I think I like poppy seed a little bit more in sesame. It's kind of a stronger flavor. But what did we give? Uh, we gave C tier, C tier to sesame. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that C tier too. All right, Asiago cheese bagel. Now, I've actually heard a lot of different opinions on the Asiago cheese. For me, this is hands down S tier, the best bagel you can get. Um, it's my favorite bagel. Some people say they're too greasy. And I think especially if you start putting cream cheese on it, which I don't always do. Sometimes I just go butter. Sometimes I like the taste of butter. And sometimes I'm not. I, cream cheese doesn't sound appetizing to me. And so I do that. Um, but I think if you went cream cheese on the Asiago, that's, that might be too much. And maybe that's where people feel like they don't like it. But Asiago cheese. Thank you, Italy. Italy, the finest of cheeses. You got the Asiago, the Parmigiano, the Mozzarella. I love doing my Italian voice every week. Dang, we were, we were spending a lot of time on. I guess I really do care about bagels. All right, let's do a couple more. And then we'll close it up because... The show is supposed to be over now. All right. Blueberry bagel. Yeah, I think the blueberry and the cream cheese actually taste kind of good together. But again, there's something off with the texture of these. They just, the blueberry just kind of like melt or just like changes the texture of it because they kind of like disintegrate into it a little bit. And uh, it's not as, as bagel Maybe the ones you buy at the, like at, you know, the packs of whatever in the grocery store, the ones that last longer. Maybe those are different. But a fresh blueberry. You know, I'm, I'm going to go generous. I'm going to give it beets here. All right, here we go. Cinnamon raisin bagel. And this is my mom's favorite bagel. She's always been ordering these. She always has them. She loves them. And I rarely eat them because they're hers, basically. Um, oh. Dang, we have been talking for a while. That's the end of my background. Yeah, let's go with some Frank. This is usually what I play to start my other show. This is kind of bangly music, New York. Mmm, I'm getting hungry for bagels. All right, everything bagel. Oh, wait, I didn't do cinnamon raisin. Uh, cinnamon raisin. 
I think they're delicious. The cinnamon, some the raisins seem to work better in the bagel than the blueberry. Um, but again, they're they're different. They're kind. They're they have. It's like a dessert almost. A lot of breakfast things are, but I really like it, and that's a good one with butter. As opposed to blueberry bagel, which I think tastes better with cream cheese. Is this S tier? You know what? What do we got S tier? Only Asiago cheese? Let's put cinnamon raisin in there. S tier bagel. Everything bagel, I don't eat those. That's F tier to me. I don't know. I don't know who thought of this. What's on an everything bagel? Everything bagels, um, according to this website, worstroom.com slash types of bagels. Your your bagel resource. Um, everything bagels feature a blend of poppy and sesame seeds, onions, and salt giving you the taste of all the popular bagel flavors out there without having to buy one of each. Um, a lot of people like these F tier for me. I do not like the garlic in it. Garlic salt. It's too much. Hurts my stomach. I'll never back down. F tier everything bagel. Horrible. Horrible. Would not eat. Alright, last one. Because this was very fun, but uh, really a complete waste of time. And I don't know how interesting this was to listen to. All right, last one. Plain bagel. This is this is the bagel. This is what a bagel is supposed to be. A plain bagel. It's, it's got that hard exterior. You, you tap it. Have you, uh, have you seen America? Or not America's. Great British baking show. The guy, the bread guy. Uh, I hate him. But uh, he's always tapping at the bread to make sure it has, uh, has a, the right... Uh, whatever. But these plain bagels, they got that. And then they're soft, chewy on the inside. Very dense. Delicious. Very underrated. In fact, I kind of regret not getting plain bagels more often because it's Asiago cheese. They're always... If I had to choose, only one. And I'm hungry. But plain bagel, delicious. So versatile, too. Doesn't have all those other things just like... Ruining it. Like the everything bagel. Ugh. Plain bagel. S tier. Best bagel. Alright, so S tier bagels. We had Asiago, plain, and cinnamon raisin. What did we have? A tier, cheddar, jalapeno cheddar bagel a tier we had i think we had did we have pumpernickel a or was that b i think that was b tier you know i'm gonna move that up to a tier Um, okay welcome back 
You were listening to a clip, um... Really old clip. I don't even know. That might be 2021 on that. I'm pretty sure it is. But anyway, welcome back. It's a live, live program alert. It's, um... February 17, 2023, just to be clear. I hope you enjoyed uh, those bagel takes. Um, I was thinking, you know what's missing? Where's the boot-flavored bagel? That was making me laugh as I was listening to that. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't let things go. I keep laughing. I'm like a child like that. Anyway, um... Show is almost over. We have to play one more message. Yeah, let's play a message. We'll come back and we'll say goodbye, and then we'll turn it on over to DJ Megatron. Another excellent program. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's been another edition of Thank You for Being a Friend with me, Bad Adam. I'll be back next week. Um to do the music show on Thursday, 6 a.m. Also to do the show on Fridays, 8 to 9, 30. Um, if you enjoyed the show, though, I'm, the reason why we're playing these classic clips is to, is to celebrate the launch. Well, not really a launch. I'm archiving the shows again on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com. Slash Bad Adam 69. So the talk show and music shows are there. And also the full track listing for the music show. Which is a pretty big deal because that's like the only reason people call. Me at least. So. Alright. Let's play a message and we'll be back and say bye. I think we just kind of said bye. But we'll be back anyway. Bye. annual Biodiversity Museum Day at UC Davis on Saturday, February 18th, all day long. Here's just a few of the sounds you might hear at the 11 different museums you can visit across campus. You might get to meet some hissing roaches at the Bohart Entomology Museum, make your own obsidian arrowhead at the Anthropology Museum, or even meet some plants at the Center for Plant Diversity or at the Botanical Conservatory. They're not as chatty as the roaches, but they are a sight to behold. For more info, go to biodiversitymuseumday.ucdavis.edu.
Okay, that's going to do it for me. Um, thanks for listening. I hope everyone um, gets a lot of sleep because you don't feel as bad. Uh, I think that's a way of saying it. You don't feel like not good. <laughs> that's some advice from KWS's own DJ Megatron. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, enjoy the show. I'll be back next week. Not now. Next week. Okay, bye.